So if you're listening to this podcast, chances are you probably are in the movie business or you want to be in the movie business. Uh, there are many of those listening now that are on cruise and that have been working for years uh, and they're just looking for ways to either progress uh, to become a director or to move further up the chain. Um, and then there are those of you who are listening who are maybe just graduating from film school or even thinking about going to film school and looking just for some advice and for some direction. And that's kind of why I started the show. Uh, I wanted to meet new folks. I wanted to give you guys an insight into the stuff that I learned or am learning through going through the process of learning. Um, and uh, I really want to get into something interesting. Uh, and I'm actually thinking about starting a little mini series specifically around a topic that I'm sure all of us have thought about. Whether you're living in the middle of nowhere, whether you're outside uh, of any large city limits and you're trying to find a film community, or if you are living in a place like I am, like Boston, that does have a film community, but you find that you're consistently hitting a ceiling of how large the productions can be, of how uh, the clients and who you're working with, um, most of us at one point in time are always thinking about, should I be in Los Angeles, right? I'm sure we all are, whether you're an actor, director, PA, a sound man. Should I be in New York or LA? Now for years, I had always combated that thought. My thought was always that uh, if I go and I work really hard and I make really great stuff, the power of the internet will help me get into specific rooms, will help me get things made, will help me get my movies done. Um, and this is something that if you go through and you look at a lot of independent filmmakers from the 90s, uh, seemingly that these guys had just worked from their homes, Kevin Smith in, um, you know, where was he, New Jersey, and uh, Robert Rodriguez down in um, New Mexico and Austin, Texas. These guys seem to have a career. But if you dig a little deep into it, even Peter Jackson, right? Peter Jackson, New Zealand. But if you dig a little deep into it, all of these guys have spent time in Los Angeles. All these guys hit a point where they went to LA to do a little bit of work, went to LA to get their name around, went to LA to establish a bit of a reputation that luckily some of them like Peter Jackson or like um, Robert Rodriguez were able to take that reputation home with them and build something cool. So I, early on when I graduated from uh, film school, I decided to come back home here to Boston because I saw what I could do in a city without connections as far as producing independent films were concerned. And I could only imagine the great things I could do in a place that I did know people, I had family, a place that really wasn't used to having films being made there, a place that I could really convince folks to help out on very small budgets. Um, and it's been amazing for that for me. Uh, over the past 18 years, I've done some amazing productions. I've built such an amazing core group of fans and of crew and of, of really amazing uh, creative teams here in the city. I mean, that's the only way I was able to do 12 kilometers, the scale that we did. Um, that was the only way I was able to do who's there at the scale that we did. Um, I had a business here and I learned how tax incentives work. I learned how to employ folks. I learned how to pay for things. Um, it's been wonderful. Boston itself has been a really great place to make movies and I love it. But the reality of the situation is 
that as I'm in this point of my career where I have two features in development right now um, with major Hollywood studios or major Hollywood production companies, I'm finding it very difficult to get things done quickly when I am like the three hour difference in time zone and when I'm on the other side of the country. It's a lot easier to put off what I'm asking for when I can't literally show up to your office and knock on your door or take you out to beers or have beers or go out and hang out. It's just a very different scenario. So, um, and I'm an East Coast kid. I was born in Boston. This is where I grew up. I've got a bit of that East Coast cynicism for those of you who haven't noticed already. Um, and so for me, the idea of going to Los Angeles has always been kind of mm, not really, it really wasn't something that I was interested in. And, you know, maybe it's just a way that I was processing that fear, you know, because going from a city like this where I'm a big fish in a small pool to going to a place where I'll literally be a medium fish swimming in an ocean full of medium fish. <laughs> it's a scary thing, you know? Um, and maybe it's just been how I've been not dealing with that, how I've not been approaching that fear. And then after a while, you become comfortable. You start to make money. You start to uh, find yourself surrounded by people that can do anything for you because they believe in your work and, you know, you start to ask yourself, okay, cool. Maybe LA isn't my thing. Maybe that's not where I belong. You know, I can do everything here. Um, but like I said, the problem ultimately comes when you need to get big movies started and you need to get actors in your films and you need to convince the people with the money that you're worth it. And I'm finding that very difficult to do remotely. Uh, so this has been something that I've been struggling with for uh, at least a year, year and a half here in town. Um, and thankfully, luckily for me, um, Gina is also going through something similar with her career with photography because to be a photographer in a small pond like Boston is very difficult because the work isn't here. The clients at the level that she wants to work with don't exist in the city. Um, and so she has been getting frustrated and, you know, it's either New York or LA for her, probably more of a New York thing. Um, so we both sort of had this conversation uh, a few months ago, um, and we had to sort of ask ourselves that serious question, you know, as we approach the next year for the lease signing at the place that we're renting, um, do we stay, you know, and it's, it's a difficult question to to deal with and to acknowledge um, and I thought it would be interesting to do a mini series on this show because I'm always talking about how to make films how to put things together how to cast your crew it's all about the process it's all about these little steps and this is actually going to be a big big thing this is a big step for the two of us you know I mean, packing up our home and literally caravanning across country with what we have and then starting again. And I thought it would be really interesting to document this process, um, you know, to help keep me a little sane and to give you guys a resource, to give you guys uh, a bit of insight into it. Because 
as we've been talking about this and we've been preparing ourselves to actually acknowledge the fact that we're going to do this, uh, we've been doing a lot of research and digging around online. And there are articles that are written about how to move and how to get from A to B. But there really isn't anything that's very specific to this career path. Um, and there's a ton of fucking people that do this every year. They move to L.A. And L.A. is like, I mean, how many millions of people live there? Over 12 million? Don't quote me on that, but a lot of transients, a lot of people coming out there because they think they're going to make their dreams come through. And uh, we're going to be one of those folks. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so I thought it would be cool to do um, a little mini-series about it. So welcome to the first episode in the mini-series of Boston to Los Angeles. Um, and I hope you guys are going to be pretty pumped about this. It's going to be fun. It isn't just going to be me sort of talking to you guys specifically. What I, what I plan to do is uh, we're going to get a little portable recorder. We'll be uh, documenting... Um, all the, the steps needed in preparation to move. We'll be documenting uh, what it's like to move, what it's like to get our shit across country. Um, and then I'm also gonna do some recordings on the road because we're planning a road trip. I think it's total like 48 hours total of time for us to get from here to LA. Don't quote me on that. I probably should have had that number written down before I started recording, but you know. Um, so we'll document that. Uh, we'll talk about the places that we stay. We'll talk about the uh, actual plotted journey that we're on. Um, and uh, we'll try to make this as cool as possible for you guys um, so that you can live along with us as we do this scary jump from one place to another, a scary start over. Um, but it's exciting. I have to say it's really exciting. So let me just sort of go through some of the stuff that you guys can expect to listen to um, in this mini series. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to release these as we record them. So I still have a queue of episodes for the regular show. Um, but in between, I'll start dropping in these little mini episodes, which in theory won't be as long as the other ones, but we'll see. We'll see how it works out. Um, so what we can, what we're going to be talking about, why are we doing it? And we talked a little bit about this so far, but um, like I said, boss has been an amazing place for making things, but uh, we need to go to a spot where the stuff is made and we're going to try to get there. And then the issue is like, how, how do we take ourselves out of a community and inject ourselves into another community? So we'll get into that kind of stuff. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about the fear of all this stuff, because like I said, I'm sure you've thought about it. And then when we first started talking about it, um, it actually took me longer to get into it than Gina, because Gina was very much into it in the beginning. And my brain, I have a brain that sort of is a problem-solving brain. It's kind of why I work really well as a film producer and a film director is that I'll examine every aspect of what's coming at us and sort of try to problem-solve it in my mind before we get started. And that can lead to a lot of anxiety, that leads to a lot of stress. Um, and maybe that's why I'm starting to try to do meditation because <laughs> you get a little crazy doing that shit, but that's kind of how my brain works. Um, and, uh, we're going to talk about tackling all these little, these little things that show up in my mind and that show up in Gina's mind that we have to face. Um, and our hope is, is that if we face it head on and we have, we have a few months to prep for this. 
So if we could do as much prep as possible, I know it's not going to go seamlessly, but maybe, just maybe, uh, we'll come out of it alive on the back end. Um, so we're going to talk about a bunch of shit. Uh, we're going to talk about the cost of moving. Uh, we both want to be very realistic about this. Um, we're sort of budgeting out not only what it costs to travel, not only what we're going to need to get our shit across country, um, but also a certain amount of money that we have stockpiled uh, to survive for months without work. Um, because you don't expect to just show up and suddenly have a gig. It'd be really nice. Uh, and there's a lot of steps that we're taking now remotely to try to make sure that we have work. Um, but the reality situation is we probably won't. So we're trying to uh, stock pile as much loot as we possibly can before we do this trip and we'll get into that stuff in an episode um another big aspect of it is breaking the news to your friends and family um, and both of us are very close with our family we have a very tight community here in the city um and it's a tough thing for some folks to handle especially family to handle the fact that you're no longer going to be five minutes away 10 minutes away 15 minutes away and, you know, when you have grandparents, you have older parents, you have folks that are just getting into retirement and they expect to hang out with you. And now you're putting this kind of distance between you and them. It's tough. It's a tough thing to tackle. And then how do you get through it? How do we get through dealing with their, um, their fears and their projected fears that get placed on you? And how do you sort of sort through all that stuff? It's interesting. Maybe I'll convince Gina to be able to talk about some of that on the show. Um, and then the other thing that's interesting is how do we do this as a, as a unit? How do we do this as a couple? Um, moving and uh, changing your life comes stockpiled with stress. A lot of stress. And a lot of these things that are going to pile up, we, we literally have a to-do list that is a mile long. And it's epic to-do list stuff. And uh, as you know, when you start to go through these things, it's very similar to producing a movie. It never goes as planned. People don't get back to you on time. Budgets change. Things change. Uh, we have to make sacrifices. We have to literally go from being incredibly comfortable in our current situation to being almost at the opposite end of it. Um, and also be very conscious of how it affects the both of us and how we're affecting the other person. Um, so uh, this is going to be an interesting thing. Let's see if... Uh, We'll make it, I'm sure. But let's see if I lose, you know, like an eye or something in the process. <laughs> um, the other thing that we're going to be dealing with is finding a place, right? So how do you find an apartment? How do you find a place to live when you live on the other side of the country? And it, especially in such a uh, competitive real estate market right now, like how do we book a spot without seeing it, which we're not going to do. Um, and then at that point... How do you plan um, a trip? Because I think what we're talking about doing is, is literally planning a flight out there. So how do you plan a trip for a week out there to look for houses and make sure that you're getting as much as you possibly can? It's, it's a strange thing. I'm not 100% sure how we're going to do it yet. I'm in the process of figuring that out, but I'll let you guys know as we go through it. Um, the other thing that's interesting is the road trip itself. You know, uh, you, I think it's like 48 hours total or something like that to travel across country um what's the route that we take you know you know we can go the northern way we can go the southern way 
Um, where do we stay? How many hours a day do we drive? How many hours do we feel safe driving a day? Um, and then how do we plot this trip across country? What do we use? Are there services out there? I've heard rumors that, you know, certain places do things like AAA does stuff. Um, so we're going to be looking into that, trying to figure out like what's the best route to go across and can we make it into an adventure? Can it, can be, can it be something fun and not just like a fucking marathon drive across country? Um, the other thing that we're looking into is uh, what part of LA are we going to live in? Now, I know that there's a bunch of you guys that are listening to this show that live in Los Angeles. Hit us up with some suggestions. What are your favorite neighborhoods? Mm. Excuse me. I'm dealing with my voice. I've been barbecuing and drinking all weekend. So, you know. Um, but what parts do you like to live in? Like, where do you like to hang out? Uh, the the t- few times that we've stayed out in LA for an extended periods of time, uh, traffic is a real thing and everybody talks about the traffic. But we found that Folks generally stay in the areas that they live uh, because it can be such a pain in the ass to move around. So then the question is, can we find a place that is interesting for us to be in? Can we find a place that doesn't require us to drive a million miles every time we want to go to a bar or go hang out? And can we find a place that's cool enough to convince the people that live out in the outskirts that it's worth the hour and change to come and hang out with us? Uh, that's a big part of my thing is that I want to try to find a spot that has enough area to entertain folks and has enough uh, of a place to bring people to us because a lot of what we're going to be doing over the first year is is networking and hanging out. Um, and if those of you who know me, you know that I like to barbecue. I like to put things together. Um, I really believe in inviting people into our lives. So I hope that will happen and uh, we need to figure out what part of Los Angeles uh, will work for most of that stuff. It'd be great if it worked for all of that stuff, but I'm not an idiot. (laughs) Um, So then also it's about building a new community, right? So I've been working here in Boston for 18 years. I have 18 years of hard, honest community building and friendship building. And, and working with folks and being with people. And the cool thing about the show, the cool thing about the internet, and the cool thing about the work is that uh, I do have a lot of folks to follow me and that are interested in working all over the country, all over the world at this point, which is super wild, actually. Um, but how do you go to a spot and inject yourself in a new community? And how do you get folks, uh, how do you find those people that are genuinely looking to develop um, and build things with you? And that's going to be an interesting thing for us. Uh, something that we're, we're attempting to do remotely now. Um, but you really can't do that stuff until you're there. Um, and it's exciting, actually, uh, to meet new folks and to be challenged by new folks um, and to be inspired by new people. Um, and it's really one of the top two reasons why I'm going there is to, to meet these new people and to be really excited by them. So... Uh, we will keep you up to date on how that stuff is going on. Um, and like I said, all this stuff is uh, scary. It's, it's exciting. It's stressful. Um, but we think it's going to be good. And when you ask that question, like I started the episode here, like why, you know, why can I do this? How can I do this? You know, and can we pull this off? And then you're hit with all those reasons why you can't. Um, And we finally hit a point, I finally hit a point in my life where 
The reasons why I can't don't outweigh the reasons why I should. And that's what this miniseries is about. Um, and hopefully if there are those of you who are out there in the same situation where it's like, I got to make this jump, I got to do this. Uh, maybe listening to this stuff will inspire you to do so. Maybe listening to this stuff will confirm the reasons why you shouldn't. <laughs> I have no idea how it's going to end. Um, but I'm optimistic. I'm excited. And uh, I'm really happy to have you guys along for the adventure. Uh, so, yeah, that's what's going on. This is a very short little promo piece for the miniseries that will be coming up. Um, and that's what I'm going to drop this week. And uh, I will be letting you know uh, the different companies that we use, the different websites that we use, uh, the different realtors that we talk to, all those different things. We will give you uh, total access to the stuff that we use to make it across country. Um, and I think this is going to be fun. So thanks for listening, everybody. Um, next week, I will drop a full episode. Uh, which is really great. We, uh, I have two in the queue right now that are awesome. Uh, I sat down with a fellow filmmaker um, and the both of us sort of talk about, as two directors, we talk about the things that we love and hate about sets. Um, so that's a really exciting episode. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening, folks. And see you later. <laughs> <laughs>